0: Howden starts it out, maybe a three-on-one. Right side, Howden comes in with Kolostar, got to do it, he scores! Because one hour isn't enough,
1: we welcome you back for hour number two of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show.
2: Harvidsson looking for more, shooting, kick save! Grossois flexes out with the right back. Now it's behind
0: the goal, another try, another save, Grossois!
1: From the Midley Chevrolet,
2: Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios, and live at lbSportsNetwork.com
1: with your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace.
2: We are broadcasting live from the upper level of the Underground Lounge at Oil Hotel and Casino. Things filling in, drink specials flying off the back of the bar. We got some Pink Whitney swag. We got an opportunity for you to win two tickets to the Vegas Golden Knights and the Florida Panthers next time the Golden Knights are back in town on March 17th St. Patrick's Day it's easy to remember and if you come down here and you're lucky enough to win the tickets uh, you have a chance to qualify and you will qualify for a VGK gold jersey it's all coming together in the VGK Insider Show the day after one of the most significant moments uh, of the season as Jack Eichel scores the game winning goal on the power play to propel the Golden Knights to a 2-1 victory over the Auto Senators Darren Millard, Ryan Wallace here At the Underground Lounge, and we need to get straight into our game rating of the weekend for the Vegas Golden Knights, which included a pair of wins.
1: You see what I do that time with the pepper? You see what I do with the pepper? The people, the people, they want the pepper. All right, they want the pepper.
2: Game rating brought to you by Nova Home Loans. Nova Home Loans, the best combination of service, rates, and fees. A win. Over the Anaheim Ducks, followed up by a victory against the Ottawa Senators. Chapman, go.
1: All right. Well, Friday night, I will give it a ghost. Uh, I thought it was a good game. They got a big win against a team that is chasing them into division, so they put a little more space between themselves and Anaheim. Scored five goals, kind of broke out of the slump a little bit that they had been, been in as far as not scoring a bunch of goals in, in games. But I the, the, the penalty kill concerned me a little bit. I thought the first goal that Brossois gave up was was a little kind of scary. It was a little fluky, but I thought the team rebounded well. Nick Waugh with a big performance, getting the boost to move up, so I gave it a ghost pepper.
2: And on Sunday?
1: I gave yesterday a Carolina Reaper, and for for a lot of reasons. First off, I think a lot of people are discounting the game that the Ottawa Senators played. I thought they played a phenomenal game, and... I, I echo the sentiments of Robin Leonard and Pete DeBoer when they talk about how good Anton Forsberg was because I thought he was really, really good. He was outdone by Robin Leonard, but Leonard gets the one goal or allows the one goal. So, you know, he he played a really exceptional game. They get the game winner on the power play, which had been struggling. They kind of needed that goal. Jack Eichel has his moment where he kind of becomes, Ryan alluded to it, where he becomes a Golden Knight where he has his golden moment. And it was a big win because now you, you you win two in a row. You win three out of four. You're going on the road. You're going to go to the East Coast. You're going to play some teams that aren't in the playoff hunt, so there's an opportunity maybe to bank some points. So I thought last night was a big win for a lot of reasons, and I'm going to give it a Carolina Reaper.
2: I want to clarify. That was nine out of ten. You went a four out of five and a five out of five? Yes. Yep. All right. Yep.
0: All right, against Anaheim, I'm going ghost. Um, I called for goals. I got goals. I'm not really going to – go much further beyond that it's it's exactly you like goals I,
2: and you gotta win
0: yeah, exactly but but specifically before the game we were talking pre pregame we were talking about what i wanted to see from the golden knights i wanted more than two or three goals they come through there so i'm gonna go ghost um, like i agree with chapman there were some goals that were a little bit wonky Penalty kill is a bit concerning, uh, but you, you kind of understand that without Alec Martinez in the lineup and now without Braden McNabb, you're going to have to find a combination there on the penalty kill. Um, the game against the Ottawa Senators, I, I, I'm not going to go Carolina Reaper. I'm going to go Ghost Pepper, and and I did not like the Golden Knights game to start the third period. At one point, being outshot 13 to two, I did not like. The fact that the scoring chances were ten to nothing at that point in the period, I like the resolve. I love the game from Robin Leonard. He individually will get a Carolina Reaper. Jack Eichels play to win the game gets a Carolina Reaper, but I'm not going Carolina Reaper for the whole game. I'm going to go Ghost Pepper. So eight out of a possible ten points for wow, me.
2: Wow, that's uh, that's a little different. It's it's funny. That the two games are both wins against teams that you have to beat at this time of the year, yeah. but they were. Different. They they had their pluses, and they had their minuses in in different sections. Like they scored a bunch of goals on Friday, and only scored two on Sunday. Yeah. The goaltending on Friday needed to be picked up, and it was in spectacular fashion on Sunday. So in in a way, they're the same game. Yeah. And thankfully, they hammed and egged it properly. You, you gave up the goals when you scored a bunch of goals and you locked it down when you, when you didn't. So they, they, they put it together in the right fashion. And I, I'm going 10s, just simply, because you needed some something to feel good about themselves. And, and the Friday night win uh, wasn't a swagger-building win. It was just a win. You found a way individually to get a lot of people going. Mm-hmm. But as a team, there's still another level to go off of that. Uh, being able to get... Nick Wah a couple of goals. Being able to uh, watch the defense score a goal and get involved in, in in the play, not just Ben Hutton scoring the goal, but, but be much more active uh, than they've been uh, recently. To create in-zone offense, which yeah. Yeah. Is, is a big difference from uh, how good this team is in transition. All five goals, in-zone offense. And and there is a collectiveness uh, to that performance on an individual basis, they got a lot of people going. Uh, the game on Sunday, better game, a little yeah. tighter, better, yep. much better goaltending, uh, but you you were outplayed for longer stretches than you were on Friday night, and that's where the goaltender just stepped up and won you the game, flat out won you. He was great early, mm-hmm. and he was unbelievable in the, in the uh, start of the third period. Uh, if there, was, there was a stretch five, five, seven minutes to go in the second period where Vegas took over. And I thought that was going to spill over. Mm-hmm. It just, it just felt like they were. Arizona had beat Ottawa the night before, and it, they they sort of maxed out. And I realized that uh, Vegas was on the back end of three and four. But I, I thought it was going to really flip the switch, and Vegas was going to take over. That didn't happen. They had to, they had to lean on their goaltender yesterday, but they got the win. And then the way the game ended, and that. Crowd blowing the roof off the yeah. place yeah. and the celebration on the ice and having it be Jack Eichel to score the goal uh, is a swagger building moment, and that's why I would in the, in the end give it five out of five.
0: Yeah, I, I don't disagree with your reasoning, and and you know you're very quick to hand out Carolina mm-hmm. Reapers, and that's fine. Like I'm good with it. I, I I don't think you and I are too far off in kind of how we view the importance of last night's game because I think I think in the context of this season and a moment you can build on or a 20-minute time frame of your goaltender being the best player on the ice when he needed to be and then your superstar acquisition, having his superstar moment with five seconds left in a game on the power play where you haven't been able to score recently. I think all of those things meld into a moment that you can really build off of Now it's up up to the Golden Knights to continue to build off of the feeling that they had last night when Jack Eichel put that puck in the back of the net.
2: I'm going to go down a list for you. Why last night's third period is so important to the Vegas Golden Knights and the springboard that it provides. And these are not in any particular order. But home ice. You won a game on home ice. Yep. Yeah, you have as many wins on home ice as you do in the road. That's back to even some confidence on home ice. Big. Check. Robin Leonard. Goaltender that you've put everything on. He came up with a, a performance that won you the game. Mm-hmm. He out-goaltended the other guy who was extremely good. Yeah. Robin Leonard on top of his game. Check. You've got the third period situation over the last 10 games time and time again games have been there for the vegas Golden of the knights they haven't been able to turn the tide and the game in their favor when it's been right there it's a pick'em game uh, arizona la colorado a couple of times pick'em games they couldn't find the goal yesterday in the third period they found the goal check jack eichel mm-hmm. jack eichel had five points in eight games really good for a guy that hadn't played in 11 months really good and there's a wraparound play in the second period yesterday where he went whoa that was that was awesome like there's there's these flashes jack eichel made an all-world shot to the short side with time running out and the game on the line yeah in his ninth game number nine made the big play and had his coming out party and then the power play. The power play wins you the game. Was it perfect? No. But the power play found a way to get the puck in the net. And that as much as probably all of this is the most soothing part about it. But having Patchetti on one side and his return mm-hmm. uh, and Eichel on the other, those two shooters, and don't think that there isn't something to overplaying the Pacioretty shot and being late coming over and and not being able to make that save on the short side as Mm -hmm. part of why that puck went in. Not just a great shot, but having those two players uh, on the the wings, taking those shots, the power play comes through. Power play, check. Boom, 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 boom. Big reason why. You go out on this five-game road trip, there's a real sense of turning the corner let's feel good about ourselves Friday win yesterday that celebration and that moment at the at the end of the game was a moment that we will go back to whether this team goes on a run or not mm-hmm. but it could be the moment that puts everybody team an individual all in the same path and in the same sink
0: yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Every Everything you needed to see from the Golden Knights happened in the third period. It really did. Everything that you were hoping for coming out of that game happened for Vegas in the third period. And, and I'll add another one to the, to the fold here. Um, there wasn't frustration creeping into the game of the Golden Knights in a 1-1 tie late in the third period. And I think that, to me, is maturation over the course of this season. We've heard Pete DeBoer talk about how when you're in a tight game especially with this team that's used to scoring as much as they do, Uh, there could be frustration creep into the game when when, when the opposition goaltender is playing out of his mind. And I didn't see that from the Golden Knights. I saw this team continue to work for and continue to look for Really good looks on net. The pass from Marchessault out to patch ready was fantastic, too. Uh, puck movement was great for the Golden Knights all night long. And the fact that you were able to come out on the right side of a 2-1 game that was tight and uncomfortable shows real growth for this club. How about some love for Jonathan Marchessault? Ah.
2: Three games in a row. <laughs> yeah, I mean, four, four and five. And Darren Elliott called it a confident shooter. When he, he shot from fairly far out yeah on that breakaway yeah and it wasn't uh a, a shot that you would normally uh take in in that situation sure but he broke away from the
0: chaser and then made a perfect shot so a couple things from John of the marshall's game last night that goal happens at the end of a very long shift in which he was in zone trying to track down eric Branstrom. And you get the play, you get the separation that late in the shift. It gives you an idea of just how supremely conditioned Jonathan Marcheseau is. But then the other aspect of Marcheseau's game that I think isn't getting enough play, we're talking about goals, we're talking about points, uh, but there are defensive plays that he is making right now that are just fantastic. Tracking back on a back check. He broke up a two-on-one that looked dangerous. I'm loving every aspect of Jonathan Marchessault's game right now. He's dialed in. He's leading on the ice by example, and I think that with Mark Stone out of the lineup, it, it really helps to have the enthusiasm of Jonathan Marchessault digging in and doing everything right. Do you think they got a big jump
2: from Pacioretty showing up in the lineup yesterday?
0: I'd like to think so, yeah
2: and they're more aware of the plans sure but the fact that patch already hadn't practiced with the team at all yeah i'm sure that the, even the players were like is he gonna be able to go or is he yeah. not gonna be able to go? brett brett had took this morning uh the yeah. the pregame skate wasn't able to go yeah uh, uh we haven't we haven't talked about that a lot but but having that in the lineup and being able to go a little bit more uh Confidence for us,
0: and I know it was on the power play, but kind of to your point about uh, overplaying the Patcheri shot and it opening up something for Jack Eichel. That's why when you're Jack Eichel and you have the skill set of Jack Eichel, you want to pair him with a guy that can rip the puck. You want mm-hmm. to pair him with a Patcheri or with a Marcia. So um, I understand the idea of the Donov, but the is not Patcheri or even Marcia. so at this point. My, my, my point is, having someone that isn't afraid to shoot the puck play with Jack Eichel opens so much for Jack Eichel to play with, and you saw it on the goal.
2: Wait till they start getting into the groove of the the seam pass. Yeah. Eichel to patch ready. Yeah. But Eichel's the hero. Uh, here's Pete DeBoer after the game on the acquisition of Jack, and Jack coming up with a big play.
3: Yeah, th- there's a uh, you know, handful of guys that uh, can corral a puck, get it off that quickly, and uh, stick it in the back of the net in that spot um, in the world, and he's one of them. So, uh, you know, that's, that's exactly why you go get him.
2: The follow-up to that is the fact that the goal occurs on the power play, and the power play wins you the game. Here's Pete.
3: Well, huge. I mean, you know, for a lot of reasons. that was a really hard-fought game. Uh, We knew they would be really good and really dialed in. I mean, they they had a a, a stinker in uh, Arizona, and, um, you know, we knew their attention to detail would be really good, and they defended really hard. Their goalie was really good. So, you know, it was one of those games that we just had to stick with it for as long as it took, and, uh, you know, great play by ammo to draw the penalty, moving his feet, driving a defenseman wide. And then, uh, you know, I, I liked uh, uh, both our power plays tonight. I thought, you know, we were attacking, shooting. Um, even the first one, we didn't score, but but we saw a little bit more of that. So that was a nice sign.
2: Amadio with the three-point game on Friday night, first three-point game of his career. And they follows it up by drawing both penalties yesterday for the Vegas Golden Knights. And the goaltending... Kept them in the game when they were being outplayed in the third period. You said the shots were 13-2 yep. uh, midway through that third period in the back end of the third period uh, before Vegas uh, really got going again. Uh, that was huge for uh, for Robin Leonard. Pete DeBoer uh, talked about the goaltending received yesterday.
4: Yeah,
3: Lenny was great. And, uh, you know, we need, we need our, our goaltenders to be great uh, down the stretch here. I, I think when you look around the league... Um, you know, if one goalie at one end is outplaying the goalie at the other end, or even you've got a chance to win. And, and if he's not, you know, you're going to be in tough this time of year. So, I thought their goaltender was excellent, and I thought Lenny went toe to toe with them and and was great. And that's what we need. A
2: lot of love for Ottawa's goaltending yesterday.
3: Yeah,
2: I thought Leonard was better. He was. I I was surprised at how much talk in and in, in around the media and social media that that Ottawa's play received over Robin Leonard. That might have been... I mean, the Montreal game where they're outshot 20-1 to one in the first period yep. uh, was instrumental. He made 38 of 39 against Ottawa in Ottawa. That's that's right up there. Uh, 39 saves against Vancouver in a win. Uh, instrumental. Got some run support in that one. Yep. Uh, yesterday... Yesterday might be one for, for Robin Leonard. 10-0-3 now against the Ottawa Senators. Yeah, not uh, bad. Something Jack Eichel even uh, was aware of. <laughs> but I, I think the goaltending uh, in, in the case of, of the Golden Knights uh, has sort of found its feet again. Uh, and, and you've heard the phrase, just don't lose us the game.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: That, that's beyond Vegas now.
0: Yeah.
2: You, you have to be as good or better than the other guy now. And that's the, the simple reality of all the injuries is, is the Golden Knights net miners have to be able to match the other goaltender every night
0: or be better. So the idea that, that Robin Leonard is like how do you how do you view that game, right? Like do you view it as Robin Leonard turning a corner, his game getting better and better and better progressively over the last eight to ten starts, or is that just his dominance over the Ottawa Senators? In his last eight starts, Robin Leonard's 5-3-0, a yeah. 2.25 goals against average, and a 9.28 save percentage. Like, Robin Leonard's been pretty, pretty good for the last eight to ten games. The, the
2: numbers, and, the analytics, yeah, are better than they were at the start of the season.
0: And And that includes a game up in Calgary where he let up six, right? Like, the numbers are where they need to be for Robin Leonard. Last night, he was far and away the biggest reason that Vegas got two points. And, and as, as much as, and I, I get it, play of the day, Jack Eichel, that moment, it's, it's fine. Like, I understand all that. But if you're looking for a reason as to why the Golden Knights got themselves to a position, to a point where they could get two points in that game, it's Robin Leonard.
2: First star. Jack Eichel, <laughs> best player, Robin Leonard. Oh, 100%. And that, those can be different. Yeah, sure. Uh, and they're, they're allowed to be different. I judge Robin Leonard yesterday on chaos around the net. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of chaos when he was involved in the game. He was aggressive, mm-hmm. he was tight, and he was efficient. The only puck that got... Into the back of the net was a fluke that mm-hmm. he inadvertently put in himself. Yeah, he got the save on the one timer, oh, yeah. which
0: was fantastic. He made the save. Yeah,
2: yeah. And the goofiness of of putting his glove down made it spin and squib into the back of the net. Yeah. So, I, I think there's there's been a couple of games this year where he's been really impressive, or Bereswa has been really impressive, and that that yesterday was the game of the year for a Vegas Golden Knight goaltending
0: yeah I, I don't disagree with you at all I, I, I look at that body of work from Robin Leonard and you know I, I thought his ability on rebounds because you know the Ottawa Senators are, are sending guys to the front of the net they want that chaos they want second and third opportunities and you know for me I thought that if, if Robin couldn't seal a puck off he was active in using his stick he was active in putting the puck to the less dangerous areas when he could I uh, everything about his game last night was dialed in, on point. Um, the only the only shame is that uh, he inadvertently cost himself a shutout. Really, like when you look at it, top yeah. to bottom, that's that's really the only the only uh, mark on the on the goaltending performance.
2: And he made the save of the night. Oh yeah, Sanford.
0: Yeah, yeah, Just beautiful save. I'm
2: not he, sure he was teasing him or whether uh, he was
0: uh, reaching a little bit, but it 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 it, it was casual though, yeah. like. Like I'll give you that. Like it might have been the most casual windmill save I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. The most relaxed windmill save I've ever seen.
2: Buys him some time for his buddy to go down and score. Here's Jack Eichel on coming up big.
4: Of course. That's what you miss. That's what you miss. Uh just making a difference. You're just trying to help the team win and um yeah, I mean that's as a competitor you just uh you miss competing and being out there and, and uh you know, just uh, having moments like that. Yeah, really, like scoring goals, setting, setting guys up, helping uh, you know, helping win, win hockey games.
2: There, there is a, a point last week. It was after the Boston game where Jack Eichel spoke. And there's, there's a lot going on around that, that game. Golden Knights lose. They're, you're up and down. And you can't find a rhythm. And some worry, some anxiety about uh, teams in the Pacific Division challenging you for a playoff spot yeah and he was spectacular at the podium with the media mm-hmm. and had this conversation uh, around the office is it because he's a veteran player who's who's now found himself in his voice and and perspective or is it because he's seen so much worse in buffalo where you didn't have any chance and you were beyond frustrated yeah. that this little speed wobble is nothing in the grand scheme of things and I think it's a lot of that, yeah, uh, that, that that comes to
0: it. And then he goes out and plays a couple of great games. Yeah, I mean, I like I like to, I'd like to say that, you know, well, you're just you're looking at a guy that's been a captain and gets it right, mm-hmm. like. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that there's a degree to, you know, understanding what it's like to be in March and April and not play any any meaningful games. I think there's a degree to uh, Jack Eichel understanding and and recognizing that the Golden Knights are in a good position here because you get to play meaningful games. You get mm-hmm. to control your own destiny by doing what you need to do to win hockey games and get them, get yourself into the playoffs. And you know, I, I think there's a degree to the last 11 months, like just the journey to getting back to playing in the National Hockey League and you know, not taking that journey, not taking this game for granted. I, I think there's a lot of different reasons why Jack was so good on the podium that night
2: goes out on Friday, they win the game. Sunday, scores the game-winning goal and talk about being in a playoff race.
4: Yeah, it's great. You can feel it. I mean, this is uh, it's kind of the first time that I've been in a situation like this where, you know, every game means something. You know, every team seems to be winning and you just need to keep trying to find two points every night. And, um, you know, we got a lot of games this month and it's like our schedule starting to pick up. So, yeah, it's... Uh, you know, more than anything, I'm just uh, very grateful to be back playing hockey and doing what I love.
2: I got some props uh, from Tyler Johnson, too, who went through the same surgery. Yeah, he's back uh, playing. And uh, some real uh, solid comments from Tyler about the help that uh, Jack gave him in the artificial disc replacement surgery on the neck. The Golden Knights will face the Philadelphia Flyers tomorrow. It's a 4 o'clock start on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 3 o'clock pregame show with Ryan Wallace. Then we'll travel to Buffalo for the bang, the game, the big, big night, Uh, the uh, return of Jack Eichel on Thursday, 4 o'clock start, 3 o'clock pregame show before flipping over to Pittsburgh uh, to face the Penguins, 4 o'clock start on Friday, 3 o'clock pregame show, and uh, then we'll uh, play Columbus on Sunday. Uh, So that's four games between now and... And the next time we're at uh, the Oil Hotel and Casino next Monday, Uh, the road trip will actually wrap up uh, a week uh, tomorrow against the the Winnipeg Jets. Longest road trip of the year. Ten points available. Mm -hmm. Knowing what you know now, this swag, bit of rhythm to the team, some confidence. Ten points available. They come back with plus or minus six.
0: I want seven or Mm 8 That's what I'm looking for. Seven or eight, it's a successful road trip, and it's a road trip where the Golden Knights do what they need to do. I think it's there. I think they can get it. Um, Seven or eight points, that's what I'm looking for.
2: Philly, fragile right now. Yep. Really fragile. Yep. And so much talk about what they're going to do at the trade deadline. Thursday is going to be a battle because of what's going to happen between the players that were all traded for each other, and they're all should be in the game that's Uh, that's got seven six written all over it although alex tuck went into the post yesterday uh playing tonight hard yeah i know i I was i was a little worried uh for him but thursday there's reason you can sell me on either team winning that game i i would hope vegas would win yeah just because the the more talent better team you're not going to call like a win win for jack
0: seven point night for jack eichel against buffalo
2: well, the way that seven-point games are full <laughs> rolling out, Nick Schmaltz, and and we had a five-goal game earlier this year, uh, Team Meyer. Yeah. like like and yeah. yeah, why not? Come on, but be brave. Pittsburgh on the second half of back-to-back, a challenge, Oof, and then Columbus. Yeah. Who knows? Like uh, they're they're up and down. I, I three of the next four, I think, are winnable, and then Winnipeg might be out of it by then. Uh, and I don't know what they're going to do with the trade deadline. I'm here cops name and a couple of different, different names there. Uh, they may be, that'll be inside a week to go to the trade deadline. Uh, I'm with you seven, eight, eight points. Uh, it's, it's there. If you can grab onto the momentum that we just, uh, so we're having some fun down here at the underground lounge oil hotel and casino.
0: Yeah, no, we absolutely are. It's, it's a fantastic place to come hang out. You're certainly going to want to get here before we are done today. Uh, because we've got two tickets, Vegas and Florida, one of the best teams in the league, the Florida Panthers. They will be here on St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. If you want to go to the game, you've got to come down here to the Underground Lounge, inside OYO, fill out a registration card, drop it in the hopper, and we will pick a name at the end of the show today. If you win those tickets, you will also be entered into a season-ending drawing for a Gold Vegas Golden Knights sweater while you're down here. Bacardi, New Amsterdam, Jim Beam, all $3. Bud Buckets 5 for $10. That's a hockey drink special if there ever was one. And if you're ever looking for a place to park when you're going to a Vegas Golden Knights game, this is the place to do it. Free parking, short walk to T-Mobile Arena. Oyo Hotel and Casino has everything you need to get going with your hockey fandom.
2: One-timers, news and notes from around the National Hockey League up next on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Maybe a two-on-one. Petrangelo gets it. He shoots. He scores.
1: It's time for one-timers. One-timers.
0: Short-handed goal. Alex Petrangelo.
1: Quick looks at some of the biggest stories of the day on the VGK Insider Show.
2: Let's get to it. Uh, Congratulations, three stars of the week uh, as Jason Robertson, Dallas Stars just ripping it up right now a couple of hat tricks uh-huh. and the Dallas Stars the biggest mystery in the National Hockey League are chasing down a playoff spot I don't know whether they're going to get there they may have to pass the Minnesota Wild who they've basically caught up to right now but the Dallas Stars are making some noise and it's it's impressive uh, what they've been able to do uh, on the back of uh, of a team that could have folded a couple of times but they're in it
0: yeah, okay. Um,
2: I'm yeah, try, I'm try,
0: okay, listen. I'm trying to determine if I trust in the Dallas Stars. I don't. Or if I don't trust in the Minnesota Wild.
2: I trust Minnesota way more than the
0: Dallas Stars.
2: Doesn't mean that, that well, Minnesota's going to make the playoffs. But. Sure.
0: Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what to make of... Three, three through five in the Central Division. Like, I love that there's a race in in the West. I love that there's kind of some some unknown and intrigue surrounding the playoffs in in the in the West. Like, I, I just I really do. Um, that being said, I don't know that I could ever talk myself into myself into the Dallas Stars into thinking that this team's going to do anything other than go on a stretch of, of really good hockey and then. Not win like six or seven games in a row. It's, they, they're up and down. All, all everything's the time. out the
2: window after that Ottawa Arizona game on on Saturday. Yeah, everything's out the window. Yeah. And, and if you missed it, uh, the Arizona Coyotes uh, managed to break out to a four goal lead. Scored the first four goals of the game. Yeah, and then in the third period, we're trailing five four, before scoring four goals in a row to end up winning the game. A- and a game that produced a seven point individual performance by Nick Schmaltz.
0: Big one. Yeah I- seven points no Hatcher. That's hard to do. Uh, yeah he's more of a setup guy come on. Uh, listen I, I, I love that game because you get a team that, that scored uh, in two separate situations for consecutive goals. Uh, just th- that's that's the second phenomenal. time this year uh, that it's happened. I, I can't like wrap my head around what has to happen inside of a game for it to go really, really well and then horribly wrong and then really well again uh, to come through with a win. But all that being said, goals are fun, it's entertaining. And if you're the Ottawa Centers and the Arizona Coyotes, it's best to have some fun, especially this season.
2: Uh, Florida Panthers look like they're going to be okay, up five on the Buffalo Sabres. Some, yeah. some early action today is, uh, is interesting. Won the Florida Panthers in a playoff uh, race for first place in the Atlantic. Tampa Bay passed them. Now they're going back and forth. So that's big for the Florida Panthers. Yep. That game involves a little history. First time since 42-year-old Dominic Hasek faced 20-year-old Carey Price that you have starting goaltenders who are twenty years apart <laughs> in age. Craig Anderson at forty <laughs> against Spencer Knight, who's twenty. The game
0: is five nothing yep. in favor of the young buck. Sure. I mean the young buck has the better team too, so. That's true. There's that. If it was men's league, you'd switch the goalies. They should. Yeah. For, the, for, the for the third period. They should just, just switch the goalies. <laughs> let them come out. Give Buffalo a chance. Uh, other action.
2: We've got the Bruins and the Kings 1-1. Vegas Golden Knight fans following that
0: one. Not anymore. Craig Smith just scored. It's 2-1 Boston. Did he?
2: Yeah. It must have been late in the second period. The, it just that happened. happened. Yeah. Craig just Smith just happened. happened. Boy, is he having himself
0: a week. So, like, it took a bit of a payoff, but this might actually, like, the Golden Knights giving Craig Smith his confidence back might end up helping them in the standings tonight. You're right. Maple Leafs up on the Columbus
2: Blue Jackets 3-1. Significance of that, Austin Matthews with his 40th goal of the season in yeah. Little Leaf history.
0: Yeah, he uh, he's now tied Daryl Sittler for the most individual 40-goal seasons in Maple Leaf history with four. When you consider how long Maple Leaf history is. You'd think there'd be more seasons with 40 goal scorers. You're right. It's a, it's pretty shocking.
2: It's, it's always blown me away that they didn't have more 50 goal scorers over the course of, uh. Uh, of, of their run. It's just uh, bizarre. But they also had the Ballard years. Uh, still to come tonight, Oilers and Flames. So a couple <laughs> of games that, uh, that we're watching with great interest yep. from the Vegas Golden Knights point of view. This Kings game in which the Bruins lead 2-1 late in the second period, and then the Flames and the Oilers, and we're we're now in that twilight zone in the Pacific Division standings of trying to figure out who you're rooting for in this game tonight in the Battle of Alberta, of which Calgary's looking for their first win uh, this year. Do, Do you want... Edmonton to win because they keep Calgary from stretching out their lead in the Pacific, or do you hope Calgary wins to stop Edmonton from
0: creeping up? This this one's not hard. You want Calgary to win. You don't want Edmonton to get closer. I know, but you still want to and finish first. You're, you're also forgetting the fact that Calgary is a significantly better team than Edmonton is. So Calgary's probably yeah, it's going It's weird, late.
2: though, that, that but Edmonton's won the, the, the season series so far. I, yeah. It'll be fun to, to watch. Johnny gaudreau has been rolling. like the, yeah. the other night, Les Lindholm and Goudreau single-handedly beat the, <laughs> the the Colorado Avalanche. They forced Darcy
0: Kemper out of the game. They pulled him. So, like, listen, I'll, I'll say this. Um, anytime you're looking at the standings and it's a Pacific Division matchup that does not involve the Vegas Golden Knights, Whatever team is ahead of Vegas, you want to win simply because you don't want the teams below Vegas to gain any points. You don't want it to go to overtime. You want it to be settled in regulation. Got that part. I agree with you. And uh, I I just think for the Golden Knights, I don't look at the path to the Stanley Cup final as being the path you want to start as the winner of the Pacific Division. I think that's a much more difficult task than what you're going to give it credit for. And. I'd I'd like to start 2-3 if I'm being honest this year.
2: I was part of the Bob McCallum podcast with John Shannon. John Shannon, their regular contributor to the BGK Insider Show. Uh, Nick Kiprios was uh, was part of the panel today. We started off the entire discussion discussing the Vegas Golden Knights, and everybody's fascinated about the salary cap and Mark Stone being out and what's going to happen, et cetera. Spent about 20 minutes on that. And then we went around the league a little bit and spent the last... 15 minutes on the Toronto Maple Leafs and their goaltending situation. And I made the statement at the end, I was confident and I'm confident about the Golden Knights situation. I was even more so after listening to those three guys talk about the situation with the Toronto Maple Leafs right now. <laughs> and the manager wants to find a winger for the second line. They need a defenseman. Yeah. And their goaltendings... Just falling apart right now. Yeah, and, and they're a team that is six points out of first place right now, uh, trying to chase down Tampa Bay and Florida. But the big thing is they're going to face Tampa, or Florida in the first round. by the looks of it. unless they get past uh, by Boston. I don't. Doesn't. <laughs> and, that, and that could be possible too. The, the way the Bruins, the Bruins are playing tonight. But both Toronto and Boston winning tonight. It's, it's. I, I miss it a little bit—that chaotic feeling yeah. around the Toronto Maple Leafs, who even in the midst of a forty-goal season for Austin Matthews and yeah. some good things happening, yep. There's so much uh, dysfunction around the conversation. Darren, um,
0: yeah. the Toronto Maple Leafs aren't getting out of the first round this year. This will be the year they do it
2: because everything's stacked. Because does it doesn't
0: seem like it's even possible. Yeah, um, you're probably right, but bold, uh, bold declaration. If you're looking at Florida or you're looking at Boston or you're looking at Tampa and that's kind of what it's gonna look like for the Toronto Maple Leafs, like you're not getting out of the first round. It's just it's just not happening.
2: Yeah, right now the the playoff matchups in the east would be Carolina and Washington. Yeah. And then you would go Tampa Bay, Boston, Boston. Florida, Toronto, Oof. and the Rangers and Pittsburgh. Oh,
0: Shisterkin versus Crosby and Malkin. Let's go. Shisturkin Jari. Jari was
2: great against them last week. It doesn't Ooh, matter. That, that would be. It doesn't a, matter who the would,
0: counterpoint goalie is. It's all and about.
2: Shisterkin. Two weeks Come today, on. the NHL trade deadline. Yeah. Uh, the matchups in the West would be Colorado and Nashville. Yep. Calgary and Dallas. Los Angeles would have home ice over Vegas. Yep. St. Louis would have the extra game against Minnesota.
0: You know, the last time the Golden Knights and the LA Kings played in the first round, it worked out pretty well for Vegas. Yeah. I, I
2: take that serious. So would I. Kiddy up. Uh, one-timers brought to you by Paul Powell Law. More lawyer, less fee. Those are your one-timers for this Monday, Marsham, on Fox Sports Las Vegas, as we broadcast from Oil Hotel and Casino in the Underground Lounge. People are just filing and racing in to get here. Yeah, they are. To fill out ballots. Let's go. I like when people just walk up and give you the pen sign. like mm-hmm. where, yeah. it's, it's right there. Pointing.
0: It's pointing. Right there. Yep. Uh, Pink Whitney
2: Swag drink specials. It's all happening here at the Oil Hotel and Casino, the Underground Lounge, of Fox Sports Las Vegas. Coming up next,
0: Catching Up with Chapman.
1: When the guy wouldn't stop talking, we had no choice but to give him his own segment. It's time for Catching Up with Chapman.
4: Oh, Christopher.
1: Hi, Darren. So, you mentioned it earlier today that this is uh, a short week for us. Only two shows of the VGK Insider Show, and
0: we're halfway done.
1: I know. I get. I get kind of depressed when we only have two shows because I feel like.
0: Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wasn't it you that was upset? You had to work over the weekend.
1: I had. Yeah, over the weekend.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, not. Now you're complaining. You're not working enough. No, no, no. There's okay, a difference.
1: During the week is is a little bit. I I expect and anticipate working during the week. Uh, I mean, nobody wants to work weekends, right? I'm not alone in that. But I, I I don't know. I just feel like a kind of emptiness on weeks where we only have two shows because there's early games or whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean that's that's it's only I only get two catching up with Chapman's this week, and one of them is already done.
2: And it was a waste. Was I it derailed you? Yeah, you like totally just did it. To talk about that, you didn't have more catching up with Chapman. No, so you, no, you, no. Just, you <laughs> threw it away. I
1: didn't throw it away. I, it I, was a total throwaway. I, I am adoring myself to our listeners, telling them that I miss them, and and I know they well, miss. I didn't, said it didn't
4: sound like you missed. And they sound miss like that at all. They
1: miss us more specifically. No, no, me. No, no, no. It sounded like when we only upset, have two shows, get
2: to talk more.
1: No, yeah. no, of course not.
2: No, no I, I I believe. That Ryan is accurate in this statement?
1: No, I, I I think not. I like to quote a former VGK coach. I think you're wrong.
2: Uh, Why didn't you just play the drop?
1: Because it's better if I just say I think you're it's wrong. It's
0: not better if you just say. Have it. you guys seen the five
2: wrong. game stretch run plan uh, that the Golden Knights uh, have out right now? Games against Florida, Ooh. And Chicago, Ooh. New Jersey's in New there. Jersey, San Jose, but they did a commercial for it. Uh, Ashley and Gary and the Golden Knight. They're playing, at, playing poker, yeah. right? Ticket guy, yeah, playing yeah. poker. Yeah, there you it's go. It's really good.
1: How come it's, you're not in it?
2: It's pretty funny because I was doing this show.
0: <laughs> Either that or they don't like you. <laughs> you were working.
2: Yeah, I was working
0: and not complaining about
2: it. Nope, I love my job. Whether it's during the week, whether it's on the
4: weekend, <laughs> uh,
2: whether it's in the winter, whether it's the summer, I love my job.
0: I do not like green eggs and ham. Nope.
1: I love my job too.
2: Just not, Just not when you
0: have to work yeah. on the weekend. Well,
1: I, I wasn't doing the VGK Insider over the weekend, so. Oh.
2: He only likes his job when he gets to talk.
3: Of course. He may, be,
2: he may not be liking his job very much in the next couple of weeks. Oh. Talk to you on Thursday.